Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, Douglas. Well, my back in action? Yeah. All right. Why don't you show me um, here in the center of my courtroom how it is okay. that you were hit. We'll make Douglas okay, you. So that would be you, Douglas. So you go where he says for you to so go. So I'm running towards the goal. I'm you now. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. You're the other guy. You're going to be him because so you're, you're, you're the one who's got to show us the action. I'm running this way. Jonathan comes this way, drops his shoulder right up into me, and snaps my collarbone. This is the plaintiff, Mike. He says he was playing in a soccer match. The defendant was on the opposing team, and he took him out. That's right. The maniac dropped his shoulder, ran into him at full speed to intentionally hurt him, and hurt him he did. This was a physical assault. It was totally malicious in nature, and he called the cops. Meanwhile, he had to have surgery for a broken collarbone. They had to put a metal plate into him, and he's here in the name of justice, suing for the $6,000. He's now out. This is the defendant, Jonathan Brawford. He says he in no way injured the crybaby plaintiff intentionally. This is an over-30 league. The games get aggressive at times, and they collided on a play where they were both running full speed for the ball. Technically speaking, they were both where they needed to be for the play. The cops didn't find any fault in either of them, and this was just one of those things. He's accused of taking out an opponent. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $6,000 for malicious prosecution and abuse of civil procedures. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see to come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, yeah. Okay, Mike, you've asked to be referred to only as Mike. You are suing Jonathan Broford? Yes. For $6,000, according to your damages, actually exceed that for intentionally and maliciously breaking your collarbone during a soccer game, correct? That's true, Your Honor. Tell me what happened. Uh, so on June 22, 2016, myself and my witness, uh, Tom, here, we play in a competitive league on Wednesday nights. And uh, we're a bunch uh, and, of grown uh, men. Grown men. Grown yeah. men. 30, 30 plus. 30 plus, that's the. Okay. And uh, we were playing competitive game. I was coming across the field, headed towards the goal. I play striker. And. Did you two know each other before this or no? No. Okay. Not by name. But as I was coming across the field, the ball was at a distance ahead of me. 
I'm, I'm moving to my right, going towards the goal. And from my left, I was impacted by Jonathan. Where's my, the ball? Okay, hold on, but back up a second. Where's the ball when you're... Significantly out in front of me. I'm running full speed. Okay. And if you run and you play soccer, you don't keep... No one can keep the ball within two feet of them when you're running full speed. You okay. kick it out away from you, and then you run after it and kick it out away. Where the ball was at that moment, had it gotten there because you had kicked it there? Yes, I had possession of the ball. Okay. And I had people chasing after me. Okay. And he came from a different direction and engaged my left side where I'm moving to my right. So he, I'm moving this direction, he comes here, hits me into the shoulder, and that caused the clavicle to break. Okay, I need you to show me, um, hi Douglas. Well, my back in action? Yeah. All right. Why don't you show me um, here in the center of my courtroom how it is okay. that you were hit. We'll, we'll make Douglas okay, you. So that would be you, Douglas, so you go where he says for you to so go. So I'm running towards the goal, I'm you now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You're the other guy. You're okay. gonna be him because so you're, you're, you're the one who's gotta show way, us the action. I'm running this way. Jonathan comes this way, drops his shoulder right up into me and snaps my collarbone. Not playing the ball at all. Okay. I have um, pictures to... What happened to you uh, when that happened? I fell to the ground. I knew that my collarbone was broke. I was laying there. And after a period of about 10, 15 seconds, I realized I felt like, all right, I broke my bone. My teammates come up and they're like, hey, you all right? What happened to the play? Like, did The play stopped. The and play stopped? The, was there a whistle? Yeah, the referee came. And at that time, I don't remember what happened specifically, but I was told that he was given a red card. He was thrown out of the game. What's a red card? A red card is given to, can I give you the legal? Yes, exactly. Okay. That's exactly what I want. A red card is shown by a referee to signify that a player must be sent off. A player who has been sent off is required to leave the field of play immediately, must take no further part in the game and cannot be replaced by a substitute. A red card is for serious foul play of, and violent conduct. Okay. If, if the play was contended or within the reason of the game, you'd get a yellow card. And then you'd get another yellow card. And then you'd be thrown out of the game. Okay. So he was an instant straight red card thrown out of the game and then suspended for two subsequent games. What, um, what happened to you? How did you get off the field? I, I stood up and I walked. I, I believe I had the trainer was walking with me. Uh, I went, we had were an ambulance. Were the police called? Yeah, the, the police were called because they asked if I wanted to file charges. And I said, yeah, after everybody was telling me what he was saying on the sidelines. And ten, what were people telling you he was saying on the sidelines? That he was going to come in to blow me up. Why? Because of a previous play that had nothing to do with him that I was never issued any type of warning, cautionary play, it was within reason of the game. Never received a yellow card. But he had perceived it to have been aggressive, so he was gonna get back He was you? coming back after me for something. All right, who's the, the gentleman who's with you, are you a, is he witness or moral support? No, he's a witness, he was Come right there, he plays forward What's your with name? me. Uh, Tom Aukis. And you're on his team? Yes, I was. Okay. I was actually close, closely involved in the play, I was about 10 yards. Like he said, I, he was running one way, I was running across. I saw the defendant coming blatantly, maliciously intent on physically harming uh, Mike. Why? Because the, way, the direction he was running was not the direction the ball, the you would expect was, him to be running because correct. he wasn't running towards the ball, he was running towards the Mike? Ball was, the ball was nowhere near. I would say it was at least five yards away. And it wasn't a soccer play whatsoever. I played soccer my entire life and I've never seen Were you there for the initial uh, problem where he hit one of his team members and he felt it was fair play and apparently started the ref, but he didn't? Did you yes, see that play? I did see that play as well. And what was that? Uh, basically, Mike was trying to fight for the ball. He was going to the goal and he got his arm kind of up into the guy's 
uh, face. I think he hit him in the nose. The guy may have got a bloody nose. It wasn't anything intentional whatsoever. Well, how does his arm go up like this to the because, guy's nose if it's not intentional? Well, because... <laughs> because what? Can I, can I say? Yeah. When, when you, laugh. you, listen, listen, listen. You're... No, no. Let me just explain something to okay. you. Your demeanor is not helping you. How old are you? I'm 32. How old are you? 34. How old are you? 41. How old are you? 44. Okay. What happened? Um... You know, what's being represented is, is that I retaliated because, you know, the, the, the plaintiff allegedly, uh, you know, went after, you know, hit, hit elbowed, you're, intentionally you're... elbowed one of my teammates right. in the face. I didn't witness the play, actually. I was on, I was on the sidelines. Um, uh, I saw my, my teammate coming off with a, with a, with a bloody nose. Um, I was just trying to figure out what happened. The, my teammate's obviously angry. Um, I reacted on the sidelines. I'm like, what happened? Like, who did this? They didn't call a foul. Uh, it's, I, I got outrageous. I'm like, what number was it? Because what you want to do is you want to tell the ref. Because like, and they, is that they, what you did, tell the ref yeah, when you got... I, 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 I went there, I told, went down, I yelled at the ref, number 12 has got to go, because they can still throw them out. If the ref would bother to come and look at the player and say, hey, something happened here. We'll what was it you said on the sidelines? I said something. I want to know who was responsible, what number it was. And, you know, I got verbally abusive with the ref. Uh, I said somebody's going to get hurt. Like somebody's going to get. And I might have said they kept they kept saying blown up. I might have said no. Some, what they said that you said was I'm going to blow him up. No, I said somebody's going to get blown up. And generally, what what blown up means is a fist fight. So it has nothing to do with you know laying like a cheap shot. And th these statements <laughs> they lack a lot of credibility. Doesn't here, help your case though, does it? It, it certainly doesn't. No. But, when but you here, admit that you said on the sidelines somebody, somebody's going to get hurt, what, and they according to you, how did you well, how did you get wind of this? Uh, I'm going to blow him up comment. I got that after I got up off the field, went and started filing a police report, and I had four people, one who which is not a player who was watching the game on the sideline, heard it from her mouth. And actually told the police that. There's four written notarized. That there's witnesses that you said, I'm going to blow them up. Yeah. That's right in the police report. I, everybody has this retaliation story. But if I really said and they thought that I was going to go after and, and retaliate them, why would they wait to tell him until after he got hurt? If somebody told me... Because maybe they thought you were just and, talking and one, smack. And one of, my, one of my teammates... See, maybe they thought you were just talking smack. But, see, you delivered, and you broke his clavicle. The guy ended up in the hospital. He had... What, you ended up I in surgery? A, I have a plate with nine screws in my shoulder. How long were you out? Uh, out of work or out of play? Out of... <laughs> I can't believe you're still playing. I'm competitive, Are you playing? So I, you're still playing? I, oh, yeah, I still play. I actually did was playing Did all of you guys play in high school? Mm -hmm. Did all of you guys did. play in college? Mm -hmm. yeah. Some of them. Yeah. We're all... We're all competitive. You went to the prosecution. To the to you, you filed a police report. You said you wanted to press charges. What's going on with the prosecution? Nothing. They dropped it. But why did it, they drop it? Uh, they just they, felt they like it's too it hard wasn't, to prove. It wasn't. I don't think they spent enough time to actually do the due diligence. They're not, you to, know, they're yeah. They're to, uh, you don't see a lot of these cases um, prosecuted. No, and it, um, if, if I can... But the standard of proof in a criminal case is beyond and to the exclusion of every reasonable doubt. The standard of proof in a, in a civil case is different. What do you say happened on the field? The, the, the plaintiff seems, like, what I gather from, from this, his testimony is that he, he felt like that I, I, I blindsided him. Oh, you think? Um, yeah. <laughs> if I may step and maybe yeah, show... Yeah, sure, like, go ahead. Use my bailiff as a... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, here, here's what I saw. Um, so, the defendant... Um, he, he was covered by another player that fell down, and he had about 20 or 30 yards of open space. So he, he's, he's, he's running full speed. You know slow. you're the defendant, right? Right. Well, 
You meant the plaintiff well, I, when you just said I, I'm, that? I'm the defender. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm the defender. Yeah, I'm the defender. The offender is coming in straight towards the goal. He makes, he Wait, makes you're talking soccer, I'm talking litigation. <laughs> what is it you're saying? All right, start, start, the who is where? Okay, this, this, is, the, this is the plaintiff. This, okay. He's playing offense, you stay in, stay in this position. And, and, and judge, you're, you're, the go, you're, you're, you're goalie, basically. Okay. okay. I'm about five or six yards away from him as, as he's approaching like scoring position. The, the, the plaintiff, I think what, why he felt like he got blindsided is because he's, he's kicking the ball, he's running fast, and that way he's dribbling too far out in front of him. So I'm, I'm running this way because the ball, the, he's kicking the ball in front. I step in this way. I, I didn't blindside him like this. I came in, I stepped between him and the ball, and we hit this side. Just like, wait, stop. Show me exactly how you hit. This side. Like shoulder to shoulder. That's not shoulder to shoulder, my friend. That's right on the clavicle. Shoulder to shoulder is shoulder to shoulder. That's my understanding. And again, but when, when you're playing soccer, you have to you have to get the, you have to make a play for the ball. I'm not. I understand, I'm not but it's not football. Running. It's soccer, and right. there's things I'm, that are I'm permitted and things that aren't. Go ahead and go back to the, go back to the point before you hurt my back. <laughs> go back there. What ended up happening to you with the league? The league ends up tossing you out for a few games, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's man. There's always a man. It's not mandatory. Everybody doesn't get tossed out for a few games, and you got red carded, right? Like right straight away, red carded. Red carded. Yeah. And uh, you know, and, and were you and, watching? Well, I, yeah, I was watching. He was coming in to try and score on me. Right. So, are you able to describe how the hit happened, or not really? It's. It looked like a soccer play to me. He touched the ball out in front of him, was running full speed to get it. He was coming in to make a play on the ball. And I think, in my mind, why he got hurt was he didn't see him. He came in and protected himself when he saw that they were going to hit, and he never even saw him. So if you're running into something full speed without seeing it, you're in a vulnerable position. I have a question for you. Did you ever talk to the police? Yes, they called me um, first. They didn't have Jonathan's number. I was the captain of the team. So the police contacted me, and I explained all of this to the police. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. Do soccer players often intentionally try and injure an opponent? I feel like they do just because they can't keep up with the skill. You play soccer? I used to back in my day. See it happen? Yes, I or have. they actually try? Yes, and I have done it myself. What? <laughs> I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Okay, you have a right to remain silent. You have a right to an attorney. Everything you say can be held against you? I don't recall. <laughs> Good answer. Going inside the courtroom. This is being presented like these are uh, you know choir boys on this team and they're just out no, to have I'm some sure fun. No, I'm sure none of you are choir boys. Uh, I they, don't, you think I'm stupid? I'm not stupid. They, they call I, them, I, I know nobody's a choir boy. Yeah, but they In call fact, them, if I probably had to call it, I'd probably say that you know it's very hard when you're running like this to go like this, okay? But that's not the point. That's not the point. I don't have that case in front of me. You know, the only thing that a judge is supposed to do when you have a sports case like this is figure out whether it was within the scope of the sport mm -hmm. or whether it wasn't. And when I got a guy with all these witnesses say, and who admits saying on the sidelines that somebody's going to get hurt, who, what number, blah, 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 you know, this whole routine of stuff. And it's, it's like your answer to the complaint was worse than the complaint, where you're saying, this is my favorite part. Their team name, your team name is Cobra Kai which is a reference to the bad guys from the movie The Karate Kid, one of my favorite personal movies. Okay? So their whole team fosters that image. Okay, all right, but no, it's this. My 10-year-old niece's teammate broke her collarbone the same way in the same type of play, and she didn't run out and file a lawsuit. I mean, we're still playing Kenneth Mas Macho, even when, even when we're in the pleading stage. Guys, the game's a game, and that's great. And a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you all sign up for. You know, a plate and nine screws, you don't sign up for. And if there's evidence, as there is in this case, 
that, you know, there was retaliation and that this might have been retaliation. To me, when it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it might be a duck. And that's how I see this. Mr. Brawford, I've heard the evidence and I think you hit him on purpose. And I don't think he's a little girl because he's complaining about it, okay? There was a very serious injury in this case. There is a metal plate with nine screws in the guy because you didn't hit him in a fair way. And I, I, I understand shoulder to shoulder. I get it. What you even danced up here didn't look like that. $6,000 verdict for the plaintiff. Well, the plaintiff prevails, gets the $6,000 judgment. Mr. Broford, I, I'm sure you're not happy with the, with the judgment. What do you think of what yeah, the judge yeah. said? Yeah, I mean, I can appreciate what the judge said. I mean, she had the evidence, she had testament, you know, testimonies that yeah, were given it, by other know, people. It, you know, at the end of the day, it's an application of law. You know, I felt I thought I had a strong defense. You know, uh, you know, I'm great. Right. I'm sorry the plaintiff. I'm, I'm sorry the injuries that the that the, the plaintiff suffered. Um, Good. You know, we haven't but, heard but, that but, from uh, you before. You know, I'm, I'm absolutely. You know, it's 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 horrible. This this gentleman I found out later was a is a is a veteran served in Afghanistan. Uh, I'm very sorry they got hurt. Um, I don't feel like I was responsible for the injury, but you know, I'm, I'm glad to put the matter behind me. Good enough. Thank you very much. No, the whip, 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 wrong way. <laughs> Happens all the time. Here comes Mike, the uh, the plaintiff. You know, he just mentioned something very interesting. I had heard that you served two tours in in Afghanistan. Oh yes, I did. And, and I, I got I, injured in a soccer game. And yeah, figure, you, right? you you made that okay. You now, came sure home and look. I'm sure this is going to be the laughing stock of everybody. That, no, uh, it won't be. Come on, uh, you know that's it's, it's tough what you went through. You okay? With the, obviously, yeah, you should playing. be thrilled. Yeah. yeah, still playing, rocking and rolling, and uh, I just encourage everybody to watch this, and you'll know exactly why we're here. So. All right. Very good. You're still playing the game, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we missed our game yesterday. I mean, it, <laughs> to be you, it, it has to affect the way you play with, with the shoulder and the It doesn't. Pinch. I had a really good surgeon. Okay. Well, so very, well good luck. I hope you don't get hurt again. All okay. Right, thank you. Good enough. Thank you thank both you, very much. Fascinating case, Harvey. What do you think about this? Uh, look, Doug, if it's intentional, it could be a criminal assault. The thing is, you have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the court. There's a dog that's barking right now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the plaintiff, James Barber. He says he hired the defendant to monogram 26 of his dress shirts with his first initial and last name. And he told him he wants the monograms to be on the right cuff of each shirt. When he picked up his order, the monograms were plastered across the front of the shirts and it looked ridiculous. All of his shirts are ruined now. The stubborn defendant refuses to admit he made a mistake, and he's suing for $1,710. They am out to replace his shirts. This is the defendant, Joseph Pataccio III. He says the plaintiff never explained he wanted the monograms on the cuffs of his shirt, because if he had, that's where they would have been. 
He usually places the monograms on the front of the shirts. The plaintiff never specified he didn't want them there, and there's no way he's gonna buy this man a whole new wardrobe when he did a very nice job. He's accused of being shirt out of luck. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court Next Case. In the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to monogram 26 shirts. The guy put the monograms on the shirt almost like the Mickey Mouse Club. But the defendant says the plaintiff never said he wanted the monograms on the cuffs. It's the case of, hi, my name is James. Uh, Mr. Barber, you are suing Mr. Patacchio, doing business as JPT's Custom Sportswear for $1,710 in damages because, according to you, they, they, you hired them to monogram your cuffs and they monogrammed the shirt pockets. What happened? Well, I'll, I'll go back to where it originally started. I was at a, an event and I ran into a friend and I, I noticed on his cuff uh, he had his name and typically on the cuff it's initials, but he had his last name on there and I said, man, that's cool. So I started looking into getting it done myself, and I called uh, the defendant. Uh, and you called the PJ's defendant. Yeah. T's, and I spoke with uh, a person. But that is that I, is? Did your friend have it done there or no? No. Okay. No, no. So you're calling around trying to find a place. He found their place. He liked the price, and you brought him every shirt you own. No, okay. I didn't bring him every shirt how, I own. How, how many shirts I, did I, you bring him? Twenty-six. That's I, a lot I brought of shirts. <laughs> Let me see. Bring me the box. So you bring him the shirts, and who do you? When you talk to him on the phone, what do you say? When I talked to him on the phone, I, I was very specific in my conversation with him because, as I, I just stated, it wasn't something that I see in every day. Typically, it's just initials. So I, I, I told him specifically what I wanted to have done on the telephone. Right. Uh, he told me that it would be no problem. Uh, he right. gave me the idea that this is. On the is... phone, when you talked to him, did he tell you that he wanted? Uh... Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's a dress shirt. <laughs> okay. On the phone when you talked to him, did he tell you that he wanted it on his cuff? No. What? I mean, I find that hard to believe because the guy's trying to find a place that will do a specific thing he wants done, which is to put it on the cuff. And he's going to hide that fact from you? He, he asked if we would, would embroider his name, or his, his first initial and his last name onto his shirt. And... How, how, why wouldn't he not say the cuffs? It's the cuffs what he wanted. We know that. Now, you don't doubt that it's the cuffs he wanted, right? And no. when someone says, hey, can you embroider my shirt? And you say, sure. Nobody discusses where the embroidery is going to be. Okay, so the guy said he wanted it, or at least he says he says that he wanted it on his cuff and he got it here. Does he automatically get his money back? Yes. Because he didn't get what he paid for? Exactly. Well, what if he didn't say it? I mean, because the other guy's saying he didn't tell me that. Can you monogram a shirt here? Is that, have you seen that before? I've seen it, but if he didn't ask for it, he shouldn't have to pay for it. I mean, just hypothetically, what if nothing was said? If nothing was said, the designers have to go by instinct, and if they thought that would be done, if there's nothing said, it's obviously the designer's choice. Wow, going by instinct, that is a lawsuit. Uh, going inside the courtroom. Nobody from your end, you're the business. Nobody in the business that says, sir, how big do you want it? What color do you want? Nobody asks those questions? Uh, yeah. Normally, yes. It, um, it, it usually goes over your left chest. It's... This is enormous. It looks like a bowling shirt. Okay? Exactly. That was, that it's was a my... dress shirt. It looks like a bowling shirt. It's so big. Thank you. There's no pocket on it to put it on. It's not some small, discreet thing. No, they and didn't who, who took the shirts in? Uh, my mother. 
Okay, is she here? No, she's not. And how long has she worked at the place? Since we've owned it, 31 years. 31 years. And who does the actual embroidery? Is it at your place or you farm it? Farm it out. Farm it out. May I see the paperwork from your farm out? How do you come up with a value for the shirts? Do you have the receipts for any of them? No, actually, I don't. And that, that was the problem. In fact, when I, when I spoke with him about this, I went on the internet and, and, and looked at prices with the With the what? Shirts. With the brands that are there? Yes. OK, may I see what your research showed? Let me see Amazon, that. Saks Fifth Avenue. I, OK, I this is a typed like up that. sheet of paper with you putting prices. That's not oh, research. Okay. I want to well, see the independent research. Okay, I, I, oh, you didn't bring that, huh? So you have zero I mean, proof it of it. A, I mean, it was so a, you have zero proof of the value okay. of the shirts. All right, and you know how old are some of these shirts? How young are some of these shirts? It's kind of okay. Twenty-six shirts at four dollars. No, that's okay. I'm sorry. This is your receipt with him. I'm talking about what your mama filled out. That was the same paper. That, that, that was the work order, Your Honor. Um, it doesn't say where to put it. It says script and black letters. But it doesn't say where to put it. There's a picture here to put where to put it. And even that's not filled out. So what, what, what's going on? You, usually left chest is like standard. No, we're done. We're done. I mean, okay. I know that this guy was looking specifically for a specific thing. You know, he liked how it looked when someone shook hands with him, that he would see their name. I think that's so cool. It is kind of cool. I think I may, I may uh, you know, co-opt this little idea. <laughs> so that's a problem. Now, the valuation, of course, is not going to be what you're telling me because you have zero proof of, of any of this. And you have to understand that none of the, what your valuation in court is the value of the item at the time that it's damaged. So it would be the value of 26 used shirts. That's I mean, what it is. I mean, they're, they're Not replacement value. Do you understand the difference? Because you got use out of the shirts. So that, that's what it is. It's used shirts. That's what you brought him, and that's what he ruined. I'm agreeing with you. He ruined it. And plus, you're just writing numbers on a piece of paper. How'd you think that you, that I was, do you ever watch a people's court? <laughs> and you didn't think I'd say, show me some proof? Well, I mean, in my, in my mind, that is proof. That's I mean, you I wouldn't saying it. On, That's, I mean, this is okay. just in writing your flapping gums. Gotcha. It's the same thing. It's gotcha. just typically what litigants do is print it out and show it to me. Okay, I would have been doing a lot of, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, That's it's a lot fine. of work, right? What you want me to do? Uh, no. Yeah. I, I, I'd rather not have had it done at all. I'd yeah, rather... I, I agree with you. I'm with you, but there's two parts to every lawsuit. One is liability. I'm 100% with you on liability. The other one is damages. And you, your proof of damages is woefully inadequate. So, what time is it, Douglas? A little rough justice. Yeah. Is the time in the People's Court where we do a little rough justice? Let me look through the rest of the brands because I only looked through a couple. And you have a lot of shirts. What do you do? I'm a truck driver. How often do you wear these shirts? Are you serious? I, I love it. I love it. Oh. Yeah, honey, can't you say? Sure. I mean, if, if you see the names on some of those shirts, I mean, that's, I mean, it's going, it's going to be ridiculous to replace them for, for nothing. For what? I haven't said for anything nothing. yet. Why are you complaining? <laughs> Why are you complaining if I haven't said anything I'm sorry. yet? Yeah. Give me two more. Just stick your hands in there and pick out two more. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. I don't know. That's not the one. That's not the one. <laughs> Pull out, give him back the box. Pull out the most expensive shirt you got there. Do it. Do it. The most expensive? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, she said two? One? Go ahead, two. Go ahead. It's one, but no, now I'm going to give you two. I'm looking up Lorenzo Womo, which you um, 
You listed at 98, and I'm seeing a lot of, of those shirts at 30 at Nordstrom Brand New, not 98, but go on. So pick the most, pick one. Was that, no, maybe uh, pick that one, was two. Pick one, and I'm, in a minute I'm gonna lose that patience. And okay. I All right, lose my David Donahue. Okay. Okay, yeah. and you listed it at 135. Let me see the David Donahue shirt. David Donahue. Because I'm seeing them at Nordstrom Rack for 50, at Nordstrom for 135, one of them. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that one. A little nice. rough justice. What I'm going to do is I am going to order, first of all, all those shirts, you just bought them. So I hope you know somebody who's named Jay Barber <laughs> um, because you just bought them, pal. So take the box of shirts and put them over there. And I'm going to order the defendants to reimburse the plaintiff in the amount of $1,000. That's my judgment. Good luck, folks. Thank you, Your Honor. Well, the plaintiff wins the lawsuit. Mr. Petticcio, the defendants come out of the courtroom. Yeah, I don't know if he's a winner or not. You ended up with all these shirts. What are you going to do with them? I hope they're my size. You, <laughs> you don't mind the name on them? No. Um, yeah, right. and we'll, well, we'll, never we'll, mind. We'll, we'll, I, we'll, I we'll don't. donate them to somebody. You will. All right. The bottom line is you, you, you agree you made a mistake. There yes. wasn't proper instructions on there. Correct. Okay. And we, we acknowledge that off the get-go. Okay. Um, all right. Sorry about that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sign a few documents on your way out of the courtroom. Mr. Barber, seriously, you won a thousand dollars verdict. I don't know if you really won or not. You just got rid of twenty-six shirts. It's going to cost you more than that to replace those shirts. He's the winner. Yeah, I was just going to say you're a winner, but I feel sorry for you. He's, okay, he's you got to go shirt shopping. <laughs> Harvey. Okay. I mean, so simple. These specs have to be in writing before the deal is closed. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Elizabeth Thomas. She says the defendant, an auto repair shop she hired to fix her car, is treating her like she's ignorant about cars because she's a dumb woman. That's right, he did a horrible job repairing her car. It looks like a four-year-old did the work. She filed a complaint with the Attorney General and is suing the defendant today in this court for the return of $5,221.42, the amount she's owed. This is the defendant, Ron Man Ross Jr. He says he did work to the plaintiff's car after an accident to her rear end. After the work was completed, the plaintiff was happy that a few days later she called to accuse him of damaging the front end of her car. Basically, the plaintiff's a nut job who's going all over town accusing him of all sorts of things which aren't true. Bottom line, the Attorney General, the Better Business Bureau, and the Department of Justice have all sided with him. And he thinks the judge will, too. He's accused of causing all sorts of damage. All parties, please just ready. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the auto repair shop ripped her off because she's a woman, but the defendant says she was happy with the job. It's the case of get out of my chromo zone. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Elizabeth Thomas, you are suing Ron's auto body, represented here by Ron Manros. You're the owner? Yes. Okay for the amount that the insurance company paid them for the repair plus all what you want back after the repair and you also want the damages that you say are their fault that happened to the car once in their care. Talk to me, what happened? So the automobile accident happened in December. Um, the car went to his shop in January and it came back and it looked great. There was a few minor incidents that were 
needed to be touched up. But Such it, as? Um, there was some Bondo on the top of the trunk. Um, it was missing a little rubber piece on the right-hand side. Okay. Um, the window was all scratched. It looked like a router had hit it. And the backup camera and everything worked at that time. It was just a small little minor things that okay. needed to be done. So he agreed to take the car back to have it redone and ask for pictures to, of everything that I needed to have redone. Okay. Do you have those pictures? I do. Okay. May I see them? So those are the pictures that you tell him, this is what I need you to redo. Yes, ma'am. All right. So you bring the car in, and does he redo everything you tell him that you need him to redo? He did. Okay, so this is the tire. What was that about the tire? Um, the tire was bent in the accident, so it okay. needed a new, there was a supplement that was put on the insurance. It needed a new rim, and, and that's the new rim that was put on there. Meaning what? Bent. That the new rim was put on bent, but he collected the supplement, but that it wasn't straightened out. I don't know if it was replaced, but that's what was put back on there. Okay, then this is that rubber piece you were saying was missing? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Tell me what this is. Can, why don't you come over here? What is that a picture of? Um, it's a Toyota Corolla LE. Yeah, but what and that's a big cut that was supposed to be replaced that wasn't replaced, and that's a, like a knife cut in the trunk. What's that? That's where the window scratched with the router. That's the back window, right-hand corner. How much? Sp I can't tell because you're close it's in. Probably about that big. Okay, I need you to go back over there. Um, according to you, you tell, did you send them by email, the pictures? Text messages. Okay, can I see your text messages where you bring this up at the time? Because he's saying you didn't bring this up at the time, that first round. That's what I want to see. So, according to you, what were the problems she brought up? Uh, the, the gap around the tail light was not quite perfectly even. And if you looked in between, you could see a little bit of body filler, uh, which... What else? And also, underneath the trunk lid, on the bottom side, there's a little bit of seam sealer underneath used as part of the repair. She didn't like it because it didn't look identical to the other well, side. Well, there was also a rubber thing missing, right? Uh, yes, that was also okay. taken Okay, and what else? Uh, the wheel. Let's see the text where you show him what's wrong. Looks like the window's missing. This is her text to you. Looks like the window's missing the rubber piece that protected the windows, all scratched. I know you only, that's the only reference to it. You don't send a picture. You don't send that picture. I know you only had to fix. Did you send it later? Um, I mean, you saw what you handed me right, to right. look at, right? right. Okay. It made, the least you could have done was made it look decent. There's overspray. It's rough. There's a big gap in the bumper where the lights are. Um, I run over the driver's side, the whole side of the car is paint, didn't get buffed out, didn't get covered, just spray paint everywhere, paint still in the car, yada, yada, yada. So now this is a video that you sent him when you picked it up that second time, correct? Yes. Okay. Because when you picked it up, you were unhappy. Mary. Tell me that this is not paint on my seat. Look at how dirty all this is. You see this? You see this? You see the paint? Look at that. Disgusting. Okay, I can't see the paint because you're angry, you're about four feet away, and you're going like this. Do you have pictures of paint overspray on your car seats? Yes, ma'am. Not on the car seats, just on the, I took just the main Show parts. me any proof that you have of what it is you're saying. So when you pick it up, um, do, you say, do you speak with him? I never spoke to Ron. Um, I only spoke with his employees. Is this your license plate? Yeah. You sprayed over her license plate? It's no, ma'am. The license plate was taken off the car 
before the bumper was painted. There's no way there's overspray on that license plate. What am I looking at in that picture? I also have pictures. No, no, no. What am I looking at? You're looking at a plastic cover over top of the license plate, which is old and yellowed and faded it due to time. It doesn't look like that. It looks like white paint, though. Okay. And what's that a picture of? This is what the insurance took before it went to his shop. Okay. Hand that to my bailiff. That's a picture the insurance company took of that plastic protector. So that's how it looked going into your shop. And that's how it looked going out. It looks like your guy didn't take it off, right? It was taken off. This is just a poor picture of poor quality, which is, is showing white. Is that what it is, white. or is it that your, your guys are a little lazy? So do auto repair shops take advantage of women? I believe they do. Why? Because they think women don't know anything about repairing a car. Do you know anything about cars? Not much. Do you know anything about cars? No. Do you know anything about cars? Nothing. There you go, going inside the courtroom. No, we're not lazy. I have pictures here showing it when it left. Okay, what about um, the overspray she's come, what is this a picture of? That's when I lifted up where the trunk is, you lift up where the spare tire was, and that's what it looked like when I lifted up the. And the complaint is that there's overspray, right? Did you ever take it to a detailed place to find out what it would cost you to get all this overspray taken care of? No, ma'am, I That's didn't. your measure of damages. What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make the guy, where he repairs your car, you're gonna get a free repair so you get the insurance money, and then your car's repaired with no problem for you, plus he has to pay you another two grand? I mean, what do you think this is, the lottery? It's not. I mean, that would be your measure of damages. In other words, if you're saying, look, he fixed the car, but look, this is gross, okay, go find out what it costs to ungross it, right? Oh, you, but you say that when you picked it up, also, there were other things wrong with the car. Yes, ma'am. Such as? The repairs that were done, the bumper's not attached. It looks worse now than what it did. I need you to prove that. You have pictures of yes, the second go-around and the bumper's hanging or it's not on right? You, so you'll, there's pictures of the left side, there's pictures of the right side. The whole right side is open on the right side I'm of the I'm gonna need trunk. you to come back here because you have like 800 pictures here and I'm gonna need you to show me what you're saying. Go ahead, you can... This you is the right side of where he, and this is the left side. Okay. There's a big gap. This is the left side of the, of the trunk and this is the right side where he did the repairs, which basically looks like this. It's not sealed, so when you close it, it's scraping. Did you take the car anywhere else to get estimates on how to repair this? They would not give me an estimate because it was in a court case, and they said they didn't, it was to a liability risk. Okay, I I've been doing this a long I time. Know. And I asked And every I litigant who comes here proves it by getting an estimate for getting work done. Every litigant will come in and say, look, this other shop wants to charge me $600 to repair all the little things, so I want this man to pay me $600 to repair it because he shouldn't have handed it over here. That's a really clean, easy, provable case for you. And instead what you do is you come in here asking for all the money back that the insurance paid him for the repair to your car, which is over three grand, and then you're guessing at what it'll cost to fix these other things instead of bringing me proof? I tried to get estimates. No, that's, I don't believe okay. you. How many places did you go to and say, what will it cost me to fix this? Five. Yeah, okay, now I really don't believe you. Take your pictures and go back there. Now, go ahead and go back to your podium. Five. There are things that I'm seeing in that picture. It kind of looks like really sloppy work. And this is the part in the people's court where I do a little rough justice because you're entitled to something even if you're not smart enough to bring proof of what it is yes, in order to get the amounts that you want. Um, I'm ordering the defendant to return a portion of the, of the money. $1,000 verdict for the plaintiff. 
Well, the judge orders the defendant to give the plaintiff back $1,000. How, uh, how do you feel about the outcomes? Uh, some of the pictures were ambiguous. Uh, she claimed it was over spray, but it's actually faded plastic on the license plate. Uh, but so be it. I always aim to please. Well, <laughs> obviously you didn't please enough because you ended up in court, you know. <laughs> First time in 30 years. Really? Sooner or later, if you deal with enough customers, you'll find one that you cannot please. Okay. And she won. So maybe she did the right thing. All right. Thank you very much. Sorry about that. Here comes uh, Ms. Thomas now. I'm intrigued. Did you really go to the Attorney General and complain to the Attorney General of the I state? I sure did. Yes, sir. You were gung-ho to get I something. I was gung-ho because I paid good money for a brand-new car, and I want my car fixed. Well, you You cash the check. All right. Fix well, the you're car. getting $1,000. That's certainly not what you were suing for, but... Are you okay with that? I'm okay. The car's still going to have to be have some done. You realize what she said. You just didn't get I some know. estimates. Had you and done that? And I tried. That, I it, did. It I really seriously you. tried. Well, I don't think she believed you. There. You I said know. five times, and she's no way. Yeah. Sorry about that. And then my okay. insurance agent said use the original estimate. So okay. I went by what she said. Well, you got a thousand. Be happy. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that'll wrap it up. Harvey, what do you think? Okay, you know, uh, you know, auto repair shops are licensed in many states, and there's a consumer protection agency, oftentimes in the government. File a complaint with them, sometimes they can get you action. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards, Stu Billet production.